Hey y'all, it's Nisi. It's Michaela. You are listening to or watching the Straight Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where we give y'all the tea on Christ and keep real and simple. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about self-worth um, and just pretty much about knowing your worth, especially knowing our worth and identity just in Christ. We also do have a video that touches on identity in Christ. I forget which episode it is, but it's not that far down the line, so... <laughs> What's crazy is I looked at that um, on the channel. I think it was recorded three months ago. Okay. And so I had on this exact same shirt. And um, <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to be serious. But yes, definitely go check that out um, and watch this one because I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. They do. So yes, let's go ahead and get started. The first point that we wanted to make about self-worth is that our self-worth, we like to base and measure our self-worth on the mental state that we're in or the state that we're in in life like with what's going on around us what we have to deal with and the obstacles that we have and then we kind of take that and allow it to diminish us in a sense like we're not worthy of something that's better or we're not worthy to um i don't know like be loved all these lies that are not true because in god's word it tells us like we are loved we are worthy we are blessed, even just for breathing, like we're blessed. So knowing our self-worth, it definitely it, it definitely is affected by what's going on around us if we allow it, you know? So that's just the first thing that we wanted to say is that our worth, we, we often have the tendency to measure our self-worth based on our circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my first point was when I think about self-worth, um, I think there are moments that we forget where we come from. And when I say we forget where we come from, not in a sense of like where you grew up in um, or a sense of your background or just anything like that. But when I say where we come from, we forget who we were made by. And I think Genesis 1, 26 to 27 is like a perfect representation of this. Genesis 1 as a whole is a really good thing because it tells about the creation story but i just think when it comes to just us as human beings and knowing our worth uh genesis 1 26 to 27 god took seven days to create the world and all the way down to the smallest detail and humans were a part of that creation story like there was a day there was a day for everything to be created but humans were created on a specific day so it's like if in the beginning of the creation of the world if we were a part of that creation story it's like we're worth so much more than we think like it wasn't a oh no we came later down the line like no we were a part of that first seven days that he created um and genesis 1 26 to 1 26 to 27 tells us man was created in the likeness of god we are created in his image so if god created us in his image and god is good he created us and everything in Genesis 1 that he created, he ends it with, and he saw that it was good. So it's like, we're literally worth so much more than we lead on to like believe and let people treat us in just different um, aspects and stuff like that. And I also wrote down, I said, it continues um, continuously in the creation story to tell us that everything he created was good. You were that good thing he created. You may be a bad thing to somebody, but you are a good thing to Christ and he died for us for a reason. So because you are a good thing to God and he said everything he said and it was good, you are good. 
Like we are redeemed and all of that. So we really have to start walking in our self-worth and really knowing that, you know, just because somebody else looks at us, just because you're a bad thing to somebody else, you are a good thing to God. So don't find your worth in other people. Find it in God. Mm -hmm. um, I also wanted to just add a small thing on what you said about like how we're made in his image. We are literally divine beings, yeah. you know, like God created humans with the intention of relationship with him and a relationship knowing God is worth far more than anything that we could ever accumulate here on earth. Knowing God and having his spirit, having the Holy Spirit live inside of us, like that's worth far more than we could ever imagine. Having that, that, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? I do this all the time. <laughs> I didn't want to come up to these. <laughs> Anyways, just having him live inside of us is is far more valuable than anything else. And then along with like being made in his image, he made us in a way where he, he wants to live inside of us, you yeah. know? And when he lives inside of us, we're born of an incorruptible seed. And how valuable is something that's incorruptible? something that can't be quenched, something that cannot die, something that lives on forever, has all power and authority. We're born of that incorruptible seed and that lives inside of us. So I feel like that just adds to our worth. Like God already knew our worth to begin with, but when we have that. Christ, when Holy Spirit lives inside of us, it's completely different. Like you just really come to the realization of just how much you're really worth. And just the fact that we're here, like, a lot of a lot of souls don't even get the chance to grow up you know a lot of souls don't have the chance to come out the womb and breathe and and live and even have the experience to hear the gospel hear the good news hear hear about all the good things that god does for us hear about his love and his grace and his mercy so it's like just being here like it's a huge blessing just breathing i remember yesterday like i woke up and I realized the first breath that I consciously took. Yeah. And I just praised God for it because I woke up and I kind of breathed in kind of heavy. And I was like, yo, like, I'm living. Like, <laughs> I'm a I was like, yo, I'm living. That's crazy. And just for God to, like, allow us to live like we're worthy of something, you know. And so, yeah, I just kind of got on a little spill. But <laughs> um, that's another thing that we wanted to talk about. And along with, like, just Christ dying for us, like, there was a pastor who was preaching at my church on Sunday, and he was a guest pastor, but he was pretty much talking about the Holy Spirit and, like, who he is and who what Jesus has said to us. Um, and then that he, like, allowed the Holy Spirit, that he told his disciples that I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to um, send you someone who's just like me. And also how like Jesus, he was the one who told us like, it is finished. You know, like I did all of this for you. Mm -hmm. I did all of this to achieve a common goal so that we can be in unity with each other so that we can be in fellowship. We can be in communion so that you will know my love. You know, because his whole action was an action done out of love in order to redeem us, you know. And so I feel like that really just backs up, like, just how worthy we are for him. Like, he was like, when was the last time somebody told you 
I'm going to send you somebody just like me. When was the last time somebody told you that you can give me your burdens and I'll give you mine and it's easier? Yeah. You know, it's lighter. You can give me your heavy weight and mine's is lighter. He was just saying all this stuff like about what Jesus said to the people about like just acts of love, you know? And so the just the fact that Jesus was willing to take on that burden, that he was willing to die on the cross for us, it just really shows us just how much we're worth. And I just absolutely loved it. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, one quick point that I just, and this actually, I didn't write this down, but I thought about it as he was talking. When it comes to one thing that, just like to be completely like um, transparent or whatever, one thing that has really helped me to always remember and know my self-worth is I feel like because I've dissociated so much from just not even like dissociated from like earth, but just the whole concept of like perception when it comes to what other people think and how other per people perceive me and stuff like that. Um, it's helped me to know that before I am a human being, I'm a spirit. So I got to get my spirit in order. Like I got to really... I don't know, just grasp on to everything that I'm meant to do, I'm set out to do and focus more on my purpose and why I'm here and why I'm being used as a <clears throat> as a vessel and all of that stuff like that. Because I feel like once you become secure in yourself and secure in what you're supposed to do, it's easier for you to walk in a path and look forward and not left to right and really focus on what you're supposed to be doing rather than focus on the material things that go um, material things that happen in our everyday humanly life, like just focusing on bettering your spirit and like distancing yourself and just really like disconnecting from everything around you at moments to just like really take a step back and be like, it's bigger than me. Like, I'm not really worried about what this person is like thinking of me or what this person is doing or anything like that. So I would say that's one thing that has helped me to like really focus on knowing my self-worth and self-worth and um focusing on that instead of focusing on how everybody else perceives me and everybody else looks at me not to say like i'm just out here like buck wild like oh you know free spirit and all that stuff like that but just to say like when my spirit is in order and i'm secure in myself i can better not fall into the trap of other people's perception of me when it comes to what somebody sees in me and sees my worth is like because once you take care of yourself first in that spiritual aspect the people that do see you, the people that do find you, the people that do step into your path, they're able to see you as who you really are instead of who everybody says that you are. Which is why I think sometimes with certain people from the outside looking in, we're like, oh, they do this, like they do this in videos. And it's like people behind closed doors are like, well, I know them so they don't act like that. And it's like, it's so hard for us to see them because our perception is like, oh, this person did this, this person did that. But it's like behind closed doors, it's like, completely different but because that person is just living in their truth and living in who they are it's just a lot different so I would say one thing that's helped me with just like self-worth is really like disassociating from like you know a lot of things and focusing on my spirit and self-worth in that that way it can spill over into my physical being yeah and that's a good thing to talk <laughs> about like that last thing that you just said about how things can like pour out of how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. You know, like how we, if we feel bad about ourselves, ooh, I just got a scripture <laughs> in my mind. Like 
how Jesus pretty much tells us, like, value others more than you value yourself. You know, love others as you love yourself. Yeah. So we pretty much have to take care of ourselves first. We have to love ourselves first in order to properly love other people, other people. you know, in a correct manner. And so how we view ourselves, how we take care of ourselves, it really do pour out into other aspects of life and just how we treat other people in general. Yeah, that made me think of that. Um, Hornsy itself definitely teaches you how to love and operate um, with other people and not act out of a space of just like, because I'm like for people who aren't that secure in their self-worth, a lot of the times it's like, oh, I feel this way about myself, so I'm going to project my insecurities on somebody else because they're not secure in their self and they're not secure in what their spirit is and focusing on that. It's like when they pour it into other people, it's just like, it's just a, a whole bunch. And once you project your insecurities on somebody else, you're not in a space to properly love them. You're not in a proper space to really like focus and cater and like really just care about them as a human being and put your pride and your ego and stuff to the side. So once you like really, you know, because we can't get rid of it because we have it. But once you like tone it down and really operate out of a space of just love and purity and out of a spiritual type aspect, it definitely spills over and helps how you treat others. And when you treat others in a pure way and like just out of love, it's like your self-worth changes because you see everything in yourself. It's like, oh, like I really love me, like I'm secure in me. So now I can treat other people in a good light. That way they can be secure in their selves. Like I can help them. So I think that's just another thing that I've learned when it comes to just really recognizing and operating and like self-worth and like not projecting what I've been through on other people, but rather fixing what I've been through by myself. That way I don't project it on other people and I can help them in what they've been through. And I don't know, just different stuff. It's like if you don't see the worth in yourself, you can't see it in other people. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's a really good topic. Um, hmm. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to touch on was how we can often feel unworthy because of our sin. Yeah. How our sin can bring us down. It can get us in this rut. We think it all like I messed up. I messed up bad. I'm like, not worth anything. Yeah, like we we feel undeserving. And when I say what I'm gonna say. Please don't take it the wrong way. We are undeserving. We are. <laughs> I was saying that the other we day. Are, crazy. Yeah, we are so undeserving of what Christ did for us. We are so undeserving of having God live inside of us. You know? But he did it anyways. Yeah. And I feel like we shouldn't allow our thoughts or our past or what we have been delivered from or what we're trying to currently like get set free from, we shouldn't allow that to define what, we shouldn't let that to define how Christ sees us. Yeah. Because he still counted us worthy of to do something like that, you know? So yeah, <laughs> he still counted us worthy. And he said, he saw it was good. <laughs> right. I don't know, I guess that's something that always pops up. Like he saw that it was good, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, that's a phrase all on itself. I think mm -hmm. just like jumping off of what you said when it's like, we're so undeserving. I feel like humans, we operate out of this like entitlement. Like we feel so entitled for like somebody to understand us. So entitled for somebody to like 
I've, I've been through this. Like I'm entitled to have like self pity. I'm entitled to like for people to see me for what, for what I've been through and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not like, you're not entitled for anybody to cater to you. You're not entitled for anybody to stoop down to you. Like you're not entitled. Like we're, just like what you just said, like, although it might strike some people in the wrong way, that's the absolute truth. Like, we're so undeserving of everything that we get. Like, we operate out of an aspect of, like, I'm entitled. Like, I, that's kind of like nowadays, like, with this whole, like, prosperity gospel type thing. Like, everybody's always preaching on, you You got a new house on the way. You got a new car on the way. <laughs> and it's like, your spirit isn't even in order. Like, you worrying about the things that you can get. And you feel so entitled to get these new things these and objects your worth in that, that mean nothing. Yeah. They literally waste away. Like everything is like a vapor, like it says in the word. Like everything is gonna waste away. The only thing you're gonna leave earth with is what you came into earth with. And that's your spirit. Mm -hmm. Like your body is not even going with you. So it's like the fact that humans feel like we're so entitled. Even speaking for myself, like at moments where I'm like feel so entitled and have to catch myself, like, I'm entitled to get this new thing. Like I work hard, I'm entitled to do it, and it's like you should be working hard because you want to work hard and reap from that harvest, but not because you feel like you're entitled to get something from that harvest. Yeah. Like work at something like it tells us in the word. I think it's in James work at it. Like you're working for the Lord. Like don't work at it. Like you're working for humans. Like, mm -hmm. so I don't know. I, I definitely agree with us being undeserving of everything that we get. So the fact that we are even in a position to be able to receive his grace and receive his mercy, we should be so grateful and have gratitude in life that we're not automatically condemned as soon as we come out the womb. Like, we have a chance to be redeemed. We are redeemed. We have a chance to know God. Like, we have a chance to call on Jesus. Like, we have all of this, and we're so undeserving of it, but because we feel like we're so entitled to it, it's like it always alters how we see stuff. So it's like it starts making us operate out of pride and ego and all that stuff like that. So we definitely are really undeserving. No matter how anybody looks at it, we are. We feel, as humans, we feel like we're entitled to literally everything that's that's put in front of us so yeah you know what i'm over here writing <laughs> it's a new thing it's a new thing <laughs> no but to tie back into what you said about like how we leave with only our spirits you know we leave with only our souls so it's like if god right i feel like this ties into what god finds worthy because if he found the things that we accumulated on this earth if he found our riches worthy, if he found our car worthy, if he found our house worthy, if he found our, our he does find our bodies like worthy in a, in a sense, cause we supposed to take care of it. You know, it's a temple. Um, but like if he found these things more worthy than our spirits, then he would require that of us when we left this earth. Mm. You know, he would, he would want that to come with us, but he does, he really desires our spirits to be found worthy before him. Yeah. So it's like, um, okay, I'm just read this verse to y'all. <laughs> um, it's in one Peter chapter three, and it ties into also like physical appearance. So y'all can take that in, but it's in chapter three, verse three and four. Your beauty does not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes, rather it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet, quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. So the state of our spirits is, it has much greater worth than the things on the outside. So if God was to only find like the things of our spirit worthy, the fruits of the spirit worthy, 
then everything else it shouldn't really be a priority you know or it shouldn't be on the forefront of our minds like well if i had this or if i had that then that's what makes me worth something you know when really god says no it's that of the inner man it's that of your inside what's what's inside what's in your heart what's in your spirit what's going on up here like that stuff matters to him so So I got two more. Um, did you have any more points? I had a verse, but I was gonna see if you had anything else before. I just got like a few like viewpoints, some more like okay. I'm gonna really let this fly by. Um, I just seen some ways, like one thing, I, and I always try to say one thing that helped me because I always want to offer out suggestions, but I don't want to tell you how to like live your life because everybody's journey is different, mm-hmm. and just because I do one thing doesn't mean you're going to do the same thing, but I think the end goal for us is all the same. Like everybody wants to have peace and you know, stuff like that. Some people don't, some people do, but for, as for me and my house, <laughs> we want that. But, um, Proverbs 23, seven tells us as a man thinketh, so is he like the way you think is so important. The way that you think about yourself, the way that you wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror is so important as a man thinketh, that's what he is like. If you wake up each and every single day and you look at yourself like the bottom of the earth, that's what you are. Like, and I'm not saying like an aspect of like, oh, you're nothing. But I'm saying once you get into a mindset of like continuously thinking you're something, it's going to start coming to life. Like if you keep continuously over and over thinking like I'm unworthy, you're going to start doing things that make you unworthy. Like you're going to become that. And it's like you never want to get to a point where it's like you're thinking so bad that your mind is literally everything. And it's a quote, it's like a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So if your mind is always stuck on the bad things and what could have been, what should have been, and like what you, the wrong things, like what you feel like everything's wrong, like everything's going wrong in life, like everything like that, like so you think that's what you'll become. And another one is like, Matthew 6, 21 tells us, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. If your worth is in materials, that's just that's where it's gonna be like that's what you're gonna start accumulating like if you feel like you gotta have gifts to like be worthy you gotta really step back and evaluate like you should be worthy enough without those wherever your treasure is um another one is proverbs 4 23 it tells us to guard our heart because life flows from it like it what what your heart is full of basically like that last scripture just says that's that's just i mean that that is what it is so the and Jeremiah 17, 9 tells us the heart is deceitful. So if we don't keep a hold of these things and we start projecting it into people and things, we'll never know our worth. And Philippians 4 tells us to think about pure, admirable, trustworthy, um, and things like that. So just really making sure that you're thinking the right things about yourself and filling yourself up with the right things to make sure that it's like, I think this of myself. Somebody told me this, but I'm not going to believe it. Like, I think I'm worthy. So I'm going to start operating in a space of knowing I'm worthy because I am worthy. That's what I am. Yeah. What you think you become. like It's like it, it, it ties is. into truth. You yeah. can't make. And although it is real and that's what we deal with, it's like we get into our heads too much and we come up with this false truth that we replace with the truth, the real like, truth. which is in the word. Yeah. So, yeah, God tells us exactly like who we are and who we are through him so that's the truth that's what we should be basing our truth off yeah. of you know but people they just kind of flip it and make their own truth like no i'm i'm 
I'm terrible. I'm this. I'm that. I'm not worth it. I missed yeah. my exit on the highway. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'll be thinking. That. But yeah, like just just sticking with the truth. And then my last point was just basically like knowing your worth with like who you are as a person, like physically, like. Once you get your spiritual, like, in order, it'll spill over. But, like, knowing who you are physically, like, I feel like some people put their worth in, like, how much they share their body or just something like that. And I'm not condemning anybody because everybody's life is different. They have their own journey. And everybody has to be somewhere in order to get somewhere. So just because you're operating out of one thing doesn't mean that's how life is going to go for you forever. Just in that moment. So just knowing your worth, like, Psalms 139 tells us you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And you don't need to pass yourself around to everybody else to know how fearfully and wonderfully made you are because it's like seeking that validation. You know, you don't you don't have to pass yourself around. You don't have to put on this this face. You don't have to put on these expensive clothes to like make it seem like you're worthy. Like and then it tells us our body is a temple. God paid a price for it. We didn't form our bodies. So we didn't form our bodies by ourselves. So Really, we don't really have a say-so. Like, that's kind of like as you get older and you're going through, like, adulthood, like, you start seeing body changes and stuff like that. Like, some things are inevitable. So, it's like, you got to really treat your body like, you got to treat your body like God died, like Jesus died for it. Like, yeah, because it is. You know? <laughs> and it tells us that in 1 Corinthians six nineteen to 20, like, you know, we were bought at a price. Like, our body is a temple of God. Um, and you don't need to share it with anybody um, to see how much you're worth. Your worth is endless in God's eyes. So, I don't know. And then also in Psalms 139, the hairs on your head is numbered by God. You can't even number how many edges you have. So, you don't know. Like, he numbered all the hairs on your head. He knows you. He knows your body. He knows all of that. You can't even number how many. I can't even number how many edges is, like, in this circle right now. Like, I just can't. Like, so it's like. You really got to know, like, you you got to stop putting your worth in other things or what you, like, I don't know, like, Ephesians 6 tells us to put on the armor of God, like, from head to toe, like, because we, and this is why I say, like, caring for your spirit is so much more important and letting it spill over into your body because when we're fighting, we're not fighting physically, like, we're fighting against principalities and, like, higher beings and, like, spiritual things, so it's like, if we're fighting out of a place of spirit we have to operate out of a place of spirit because we're not fighting against physical so if you're operating always out of what you can do physically you'll never get your spirit in order and then it's like well i'm in this two thousand dollar outfit but i'm fighting hard in my mind on the inside yeah. versus your mind being clear and then you go out the house like you know like really looking comfortable but it's like my spirit is in order. I'm free-spirited. I feel good. So it's like, I don't really care what other people are thinking. So I don't know. That's another way to think about it. I think my point in knowing your worth is get your spirit together. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Get it together. Yeah. Um. One last verse that I wanted to include, and I think this is all I had to say. Mine's one, last, up. <laughs> one last verse that I wanted to include would be uh, Matthew 10, verse is 29 to 31 and a lot of us may know this but it says are not two sparrows sold for a penny yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care and even the very hairs on your head are all numbered so do not be afraid you are worth far more than many sparrows so just for a little bit of context we're gonna break down this a little bit 
Jesus first says, like, are not two sparrows sold for a penny. So he's emphasizing, like, just how cheap sparrows are, mm -hmm. right? He's like, sparrows is mad cheap. Yet, not one of them will fall to the ground. Ain't not one of them going to die without God noticing. Yeah. Okay, he noticed the little things. He notices the the stuff that we that we don't see. He sees all of that. And he says, and the and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So for us, it's like, okay, God notices the little things that we can't notice, but he also notices the little things that's going on with us too. Yeah. So I feel like he's kind of using that like as a comparison. Like, if he can pay attention to that, he's definitely paying attention to you. Somebody who's able to make all these conscious decisions and live out life and yeah. breathe and walk and talk and like do all these things. He's definitely paying attention to us. And we're worth far more than many sparrows. He didn't say a little bit more. He didn't say, oh, you worth this much more. He, said he didn't say it was a trading value. <laughs> period. <laughs> he said we're worth far more than many sparrows. Yeah. So, happy. <laughs> But that's pretty much all I had to say. I think that we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. That was all I had to say. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go ahead and do the wrap up. Let's go on then. Wrap up this video. <laughs> Our videos have been a lot shorter because I feel like we get to the point now. Like, there's no need to have, like, a 40, 50 video if we, like, get into the point. Yeah. So, that's why we wrap up a little quicker. <laughs> but, um, y'all... Be grateful for everything that happens in life. I know we change the ending like so many different times, but whatever I feel like saying at the end is what I'm just gonna say. But I just really want to like leave y'all off on this episode of self-worth. Like, go get yourself together. Like, at the end of the day, your mind is where you spend majority of your life in. Get it together. Know your worth. Figure out yourself. Get with God. Get in a quiet space. Get in solitude. Like, and show gratitude and be so grateful for the small things in life because God notices the small things. So really pay attention to the small things um, in the bigger picture. And as our normal saying, um, count your blessings, be appreciative of your blessings, but always be a blessing to others because you just never know what another human is going through. Yeah. And remember your worth. <laughs> remember <laughs> your worth. Bye. <laughs>